Hello, welcome to the post-day post-match phone-in here on Latte Firm. Arsenal in action last night away in Lens in France as we lost our first away game of the Champions League group stage. My sincerest apologies to everybody tuning in tonight wondering why we didn't do it after the game yesterday. I did try my best from the car park, but the fans were all kept in. Uh, much at the request of the French authorities, we weren't allowed to move and the signal was abysmal. So we decided to do it today. Now, I have had some day, ladies and gents. I got back from France at 5 a.m., did the quick reaction video on the YouTube channel because I'd devoured a Big Mac moment before I needed some time to sort of digest the food. Then, of course, went to bed and an hour and a half later, I was up going to work. So I am absolutely flummoxed, absolutely exhausted Absolutely bollocks, basically. And we are going to talk about a defeat, which, of course, isn't ideal. But anyway, listen, thanks for joining. Uh, do request the mic. Come and have your say. If you watched the game on television, what did you make of it? If you are like me, travelling to France and back, what did you make of the atmosphere? Racing Club Lens, obviously, in the Champions League for the first time in over 20 years. And it showed, boy, what an atmosphere we had in the ground. Come and talk to me about the performance, about the lineup, about the result, about Bukayo Saka getting injured and what that could mean for our title aspirations as we face Manchester City this weekend in the big game. Um, just come and have your say. All right. It's a safe space. Request the mic. If you're too shy, you can tweet at Latte Firm. We will read out the tweets as we go along. And we decided to do it tonight just before kickoff in the uh, eight o'clock Champions League games here. Uh, in the UK, I know Manchester City, our rivals at the weekend, are up against uh, Leipzig away tonight. Newcastle United hosting, hosting PSG. It's going to be some evening. Uh, let's go to our co-host first up. It's Wayne. Wayne, welcome to the post-match phone-in 24 hours later. How you doing? I'm good. Um, I've managed to add another banned place to the list of places you're not allowed to go anymore. In relation to Arsenal, we've got um, Old Trafford and now we've got all Champions League away games from now on, FK. So thank you very much. Uh, that's great. So you're basically ruling me out of all Champions League away games because of my tiny sample size. Okay, yeah, that's, yeah, good that's, that's pretty much it, FK. Good to know. Uh, listen, man, it's been 24 hours, obviously. Well, just about almost 24 hours. Um, how are you feeling? Because we didn't really talk last night. I was on a long journey back with the boys in the car. Um, how are you feeling? What did you make of it all? Um, how are you feeling? How, how's the sort of dust settled today? Um, do you know what? Obviously, in the moment last night, it was a lot more sort of annoying and you felt a little bit more angry about it at, in, in real time, considering it was a game we really should have won on paper. But in the grand scheme of things, you, I guess you've got to take take it with a little bit of a little bit of context. And it was their kind of Champions League final at the end of the day. We should have played better. I'm disappointed with the performance, but um, I feel like we created enough to get a point if not win the game but by no means am I saying we were good I'm not suggesting we were good and I'm not saying we were unlucky to lose but on another day your chances go in it could have been a different story I'm personally and look people are going to have their say about the coach and say oh he's got a lot right I'm not disagreeing with you at all I think that that loss is on him yesterday I was really disappointed with some of his decisions and the way he didn't react to certain scenarios in the game in particular. Wowzers. There's a lot to dissect there. First up, I've heard a lot about it, this being Lons' Champions League, you know, sort of cup final, whatever. I think that's mightily disrespectful, even though we all think and know that Liga is a farmer's league. 
I thought Lawrence played very well yesterday and I thought they were good value for their win. Um, the other thing there about, you know, the responsibility line with Mikel Arteta, I wonder what our callers are going to think. I think selection going into the game, Wayne, is something that was heavily talked about given the enormous magnitude of the game that's coming up at the weekend. And of course, when Bukayo Saka went limping off in the 34th minute, everybody had their hearts in their mouths and we were no different in the stadium. So thanks for that. Really appreciate you joining. Let's bring in Gav, who is at SheWar. Gav, welcome, my friend. How are you? Oh, Gav, please tell me you're there. Don't tell me you've got audio issues. This is not what I need after the longest day of my life. <laughs> it's still showing it connecting on um, my side, unfortunately. Oh, there Gav, he is. come on. Here now, is he, is he here? I'm here. Oh, excellent. How you doing, big man? Yeah, like, I've just been waiting for you to click that like, I can speak, mate, really. Do you know what I mean? I think all that uh, the sea air or under, the, or under the water has got you a bit, mate. Mate, to be honest, I connected you as soon as I saw your face, your little profile picture, and it's just connected. So I don't know what's going on. Uh, no, but welcome, Gav. Listen, um, first up, before we even get your thoughts on the game out of the way, do you guys ever dunk chocolate in tea? Not chocolate biscuits. I'm talking about a chocolate bar. You ever done that? No. Not I'll, tell, I'll, I'll tell you I'll, what, mate. I'll tell well, you what, right. I've, I've, I've been doing this recently. Snickers is an unbelievable chocolate, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely top tier. If you... I, I did this about a year ago where I warmed up a Snickers in the oven or microwave for a few seconds and you have it with ice cream. Unbelievable, right? But now what I've started doing is dunking a Snickers bar into my tea. It's unreal. Look at the emojis coming through. Look at the state of this place. But yeah, have you never never dunked anything other than a biscuit in your tea? No, I remember at school many, many years ago, I used to dunk a Kit Kat into hot chocolate. Oh, that's a bit sticky, isn't it? But I can imagine why it would have been nice as a kid. Yeah, exactly. But like I say, I'm... uh... The only, I only drink, I only eat dark chocolate. So, and I don't really, I only have tea in the morning. So I'm not really going to be chocolate and tea first thing in the morning, mate. It's not really for me, to be honest with you. Interesting. But yeah, Snickers, if you, if you, if you guys are listening in, if you like your tea, get a Snickers bar, dunk it in your tea. Unreal. Absolutely unreal. Right, Gav, uh, more important thing to talk about, and that is, of course, Arsenal. Uh, opening group game fixture away from home against a club that haven't been in the Champions League for more than 20 years. What did you make of it? It was just a bit nair, wasn't it, really? Uh, I agreed with the lineup. There wasn't a lot he could do otherwise, really. Uh, it was a good idea to put Jesus in the middle and Trossard down the left, uh, but Saka weren't really firing. And then when he went off, we had sort of nothing wide, really. Uh, and on... They defended well through the middle. So I kind of appreciate when people say on another day, you know, a couple of our shots would have gone in and, you know, we could have walked out winning. But it was at 1-0 when we let that sloppy go in and the whole momentum of the game changed. It went from us looking pretty comfortable. Uh, and the minute they scored, it, it just sort of flipped. And the rest of the first half, we was dreadful. The majority of the second half, we was dreadful. Uh Sloppy for both their goals, uh, which you can't really pin down on Arteta for that because he can pick the team and he can pick the formation and blah, blah, blah. But, you know, that's just human error and human error is going to sort of happen. Uh, I'm firmly on the side now. Look, I want to see Ramsdale in goal Sunday. Uh, And from now on in, I think I've seen enough of Raya. 
uh, to know that I'd rather Ramsdale in between the sticks now. Uh, but that aside, it's just fingers crossed that uh, Saka's fit for Sunday, isn't it? It is. Look, you've, again, you've kind of gone into quite a few things that I want to dissect. I saw your tweet about Ramsdale starting in goal at the weekend. We will get callers' views on that. Another mixed performance from David Raya last night. I think that's fair to say. Um, but before we do that, can I just ask you both thoughts on the lineup? I mean, Gav, you've just done that, but but Wayne, bringing you back in, I thought going into the game yesterday, um, we should have rotated. You know, I wanted wholesale changes, four or five uh, t- players in that first team that I think we should have completely just left out, just given the enormous fixture that we have at the weekend. Any other fixture this weekend, well, apart from maybe the North London derby, and I'd have said, yeah, just go strong, doesn't matter. Um, in the end, we've played our strongest team. We've obviously given some some minutes to, to players who have been ever-present throughout the season. And, of course, Saka went off injured. And like Gav says, we all wish him well and hopefully he'll be back in the team this weekend. But, Wayne, you kind of alluded to Mikel Arteta being responsible for the defeat last night. Is part of it the lineup? Uh No, not the lineup for me. I was perfectly fine with the lineup. I think the I would have liked Saka not to start. Um, I would have liked even Nelson or, well, mainly Nelson, to be honest with you. I would have liked for him to start. And the only reason that is, it has nothing really to do with Manchester City at the weekend. It's more to do with the fact that Saka's gone off injured or with a knock or whatever the last couple of games. Manchester City didn't come in my mind really too much because, like I've been saying, it's one game at a time. Obviously, PSV, FK, you wanted us to rotate a lot more as well. Like We struggled against Lawns with our almost best team. I don't want to know what we would have done with a weakened side. And at the end of the day, whether we beat Manchester City this weekend or whether we lose, it's nine, ten games into the season. It's not going to dictate whether or not we do or don't win the Premier League. Whereas the second game... There's so many things I need to dissect there, right? First up, PSV, comfortable winners. And we went strong. And I did want some changes because I thought Spurs was the bigger game. And, of course, the load on the players proved to be too much. Declan Rice went off at half-time. We didn't get over the line. Bukayo Saka was dead with about 20 minutes to play. We ran out of legs. Odegaard didn't turn up. And the the emotional involvement of being back in the big time in that Champions League night that Wednesday, I think a lot of people came on and described it as the emotional sort of hangover. Um, last night, I know it's longs away. I know it's group stage of the Champions League. It doesn't matter. You can afford to lose one or two games in the group stages. All you need is 10 points. We're probably going to win all three of our home games. PSV at the end of the group stage will probably be a a dead rubber. We'll go away there and and get a win. And it's just not a big deal. And the the thing you you, you sort of mentioned so nonchalantly about Man City, we're only nine, ten games into the season. Wally, who's our next caller, will come and tell you that last season, and we argued so much about this that I, I didn't, you know, he, he said, like, I know, fine, you've got to beat Manchester City in one of the two fixtures that you play against them. And I was like, no, 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 you can pick up points elsewhere. But actually, to lay one on your opponent during the title race, if you want to be the, to the champions, you've got to beat City in one of these fixtures. And I'm sick to death of just going at, you know, up at City or home to City and then just sort of outdoing us. And final point, you talk about it being only nine games into the season. And lots of people threw pelters at me for this um, sort of over the last couple of days, is that we have gone from being a club that is playing our first 11 weekly to all of a sudden expecting to play our first 11 every three days. And even though we've only been doing that for like four or five weeks of this season, that's still quite a load for the team to kind of get used to. Zinchenko is not fully fit. Declan Rice was outstanding yesterday, but 
towards the end of the games, huffing and puffing, Erdegaard the same, Jesus the same. The fitness levels just aren't there yet. So when I say things like we need to rotate, we need to keep things fresh, we need to protect our players for the bigger games that are on the horizon. And let's face it, Man City at home in the league, all day long, bigger than any of these group stage games. I couldn't care less if it was, if it was like the first time we've ever played in the Champions League. City is the big one, and that's where I think Arteta's gone wrong. Gav's got his hand up. Gav, what do you want to say? Well, you're wrong, and Wayne's wrong. We can't both uh, because we both disagree with <laughs> each other. But come on and judge. Uh, no, just on, no, just like, no, just on different points. Uh, you can't go into, you've got to play your best team for the Champions League. Do you know what I mean? It's, it's as simple as that. Gav, why? Why? And the players, I mean, on another, another point, right, the players have to get used to playing twice a week. They have to get used to it. Whether they're getting used to it now at the start of the season, right, so that when the business end comes, hopefully if we're still in the Champions League and hopefully we're still in the FA Cup and hopefully we're still in with a chance of uh, finishing high up in the league, they're used to playing twice a week. They've been... It's been too soft on them for the last couple of years. Do you know what I mean? They're not kids anymore. We're not talking... Do you know what I mean? We haven't got a team of like 19 and 20-year-olds like we had like going back sort of, you know, a season and a half, two years ago. You know, they've got to get used to this and now's the time to get used to it. Do you know what I mean? I mean, De- Declan Rice, like I say, I know you, you didn't hear it because you was, uh, you was at the detention of the uh, the French police at the time. Uh, but Declan Rice said, no, the load ain't too much. He said, we're not even getting going yet. He said, we need these games. We need this. And that's what I'm taking into it. And they've got, they've just got to get used to it, mate. Do you know what I mean? You, you can't treat these players like they're, prime racehorses and they can only perform once every fucking three or four weeks. They've got to be doing this 90 minutes or 100 minutes or whatever it is these days, twice a week. It's twice a week, mate. Do you know what I mean? If you had to turn up for work and, do you know what I mean, you, you get chauffeured there, you get all the top nutritionists and top this and top that and you only have to perform for 100 minutes twice a week. Do you know what I mean? What kind of job these these fellas got? Do you know what I mean? They've got to man up. They've got to take the knocks and they've got to get on with it. I hear what you're saying, but you say about taking the knocks. Bukayo Saka's played, what, 90-odd Premier League games in a row. He, he, he couldn't walk at the end of the North London derby. He begged to be taken off uh, the game after. He did get taken off. Got taken off last night after just half an hour. Surely the red flags are there. They're not... They do all the fitness tests. They do all the blood tests. They do all these assessments and... I mean, you go back to a, an interview that what a doctor did, the doctor that's moving up to Liverpool, I believe, and he said they don't know where uh, Saka's red line is. So, I mean, whether or not he got a, a you know a knock on his calf, they felt a bit tight, and they've all been told, look, you feel anything, let us know, you will get you off straight away. That's what probably happened yesterday. There's no way in the world they'd put him on the pitch if they didn't think he was able to perform. I mean, that's that's how unprofessional is that? Well, to put him on the pitch then, oh, I mean, well, he's not fully fit, but we'll play him anyway. That's, that's bollocks, mate. Well, that's the question we're asking. Wayne, before we go to our first speaker, Wally, who I'm sure has got a lot to say on this, what do you want to say? I just want to say that I don't particularly agree that the guys have to man up and be ready to play all of them for the first 11, what, 50, 60 games in a season. We've got a big squad. We need to use it. Having said that, there is a time and a place, and I don't necessarily think that this was it to make wholesale changes. I'm 100% in agreement that Saka shouldn't have played. And again, it has nothing to do with Manchester City. It's the fact that he's come off injured two games in a row. And at some stage, as Gav keeps saying, 
he doesn't necessarily have a, a red line. We don't know where it is. It's not on Mikel Arteta to find where that red line is. Like, we need to protect our best player. We need to protect our asset at some stage. And with Manchester City on the horizon, yes, Bakayo Saka shouldn't have started, in my mind. Especially when you consider the last time Reese Nelson started, he put in a really, really good performance. Like, at some stage, he deserves to start himself on his own merit. But I'm not in your camp, FK, where I think we should have made wholesale changes. We've got a group to win. And just because we are the Arsenal and on paper, we are the best team in the group. We have no divine right to go and win this group. We still have to go and win it. We've got a tough game now away at Sevilla where if we don't win, our backs are against the wall in this group. If we won this, you can kind of coast it the rest of the way. We need to top this group, not just qualify. We have to top it. Well, there we go, ladies and gents, boys and girls. The scene has been set. Where do you um, think Arsenal... uh, Where do you think Arsenal? I'm not even thinking straight. Where does your sort of mind uh, lean towards? Uh, Do you think Arteta should have rotated? Do you think he was right in going strong? Um, And what are your thoughts on what the chaps have said? Right, let's bring in Wally. Wally, welcome to the post-match phone in here on Latte Firm. First caller of today's show. First of all, uh, my man, how are you feeling? How are you not dead, man? What's going on? I'm so knackered. (laughs) <laughs> Mate, uh, to say knackered is probably a massive understatement, right? Okay, I am absolutely finished after last night. Uh, obviously, anyone listening that don't know, um, it was me, FK, our friend, Chief, and uh, some of you as well know Team News and Ticks. We went to uh, France last night and I drove there. Um, great experience, I have to say. Quite quite enjoyed the whole away day experience, seeing the regulars. Um, and seeing all the chaos with tickets as well outside. So that was all fun. Um, and then having to deal with French police afterwards was uh, was even more fun, um, if you can sense the sarcasm uh, in, in, in my voice. But yeah, no, I've, uh, I've kept awake by having a number of coffees in the morning, pretended I knew what was happening in my work meetings um, when I was actually dozing off a lot. And then a couple of hours ago, I took a nap. So uh, I'm, I'm recovering. Now you're fit and ready. And uh, listen, talking of warm beverages, I don't know if you caught the, uh, the the start of this show, but you ever dunked any non-chocolate items in your tea? Any sort of chocolate bars? Have you, have you ever tried it? No, no. It's just, uh, it's just, just me, not, it's just not a British thing to do. Right. <laughs> oh, it's here just we not go. British here this we is, go. This <laughs> is more like an American thing. And, or, I don't know if it's European, but and if you haven't caught up, we did both vote for Brexit. We don't do that over here. Oh mate. my god! Right. Okay. Let's let's get back to the action. So, Wally, listen. It's good to know that you're alive, and thanks for driving us. And you know what? Despite all the, uh, the you know the, the 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 sadness about getting beat. It was just a wicked, wicked trip. So uh, I really appreciate that. Um, where do you lie on the team news conversation that we've just had? Was Mikel right to go strong? How do you feel the game went? Just your thoughts on the game. Yeah, I, I, I'm leaning more towards what Wayne um, has been saying. Right, of course okay. you would. I think that, <laughs> I think, yeah, we should have gone strong, but we also should have rested Saka because one of the things is that you have to protect your most skillful players as we are on the doorstep of one of the biggest games of the league season, right? And hey, you you kind of hit the nail on the head initially when you mentioned um, about what I, I was telling you last season. We had to beat Man City just once and we would have won the league, right? The end of the season, it was a five-point difference. If we had beaten them in one of those games, that's a six-point swing, right? Okay, and we would have won the league. So, yeah, we had to beat them once. And that's the importance of... Um, of the game that's coming up on Sunday. Now, in in terms of protecting players, yes, yeah, Saka we had to protect because 
as great as his fitness stats are and all of that, one of the things you cannot predict are impact injuries, right? Someone coming in, bringing a tackle, especially on your most skillful players, right? Again, he gets kicked a lot. So all it takes is one mistimed tackle, a dead leg. And that's what's, uh, uh, was, 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 was worrying me. So, yeah, I, I'm completely in the camp that we should have uh, given Reese Nelson a go. Um, and I think, uh, sorry about that. Uh, yeah, I think, um, you know, yeah, we, we should have given Reese Nelson a go. He played really well against Brentford. He, he's, he's not the most talented player in our squad, but when, when he's putting in kind of a shift like he is, um, he deserves to start. And one of the things we saw last season on why Man City was so good, and we perhaps lost our way a little bit towards the end of the season, was that Man City were using their squad. Um, they were using their first team in Champions League games, right, okay, and playing them, because the more they played together, the more they ticked, right? And I think kind of the most diehard Arsenal fan would turn around and tell you that actually, do you know what, this season, we've not really looked ourselves, right? We haven't looked, um, we haven't looked like, the team we were at the start of last season. Um, so I think the only way to get that back is to play the team more, right? The first team needs to play more games together. I think that's what Mikel Arteta is trying to do. He's trying to get us to play more games together. The core squad needs to play more games together, especially the, uh, down the spine where we've added Declan Rice, we've added Kai Havertz. These guys need to play more games together to be able to make us tick. So, you know, this is why I said that I'm, I'm more kind of in the camp of Wayne where I think that we should really go strong. And it wasn't an easy game. Right. It was not an easy game, but we still had to um, we still had to win it. Um, but you know, fortunately, the other results went our way uh, on the on, on the night. You know, Sevilla couldn't get the win, so uh, you know, it, it wasn't a complete disaster. It wasn't okay. So look, we went strong. We didn't win the game, and good of you to credit Lawrence because actually, I think they put a really good performance in. And there's something charming about a small town. You know, you've gone to it. They've not had. They've craved the Champions League for so long. The last time they were in it, 21 years ago, they of course played. Arsenal when we were back at our Wembley days. Um, they really reddished it, didn't they, Wally? I mean, the atmosphere was phenomenal. The locals were out in colour with such a vibrant and, and loud sort of representation of their club in the ground. The flags didn't stop swirling for the entire 90 minutes. I mean, there must be some very, very tired arms today. But what was it like as, a, as an away day traveller? I mean, you've been to so many games. This must rank quite highly in terms of like away atmosphere. Yeah, I mean, do you know what? It was, it was, it was electric, and it, in inside, it was like a cauldron. You know, like they were so up for it. I mean, as Arsenal fans, you think about it, right? We've um, we've kind of struggled to get into the Champions League, and when that Champions League anthem played at the Emirates, you know, everyone was so so excited. Now, this is us being out of the Champions League for what six years, right? They haven't been in it for twenty years, so you could imagine how excited they were. And at full time, did you see their celebrations? Right, I mean, they were celebrating like they almost won. They almost won the won the, won the whole thing, and rightly they should be. I mean, you know, it, it's been a struggle for them. It's not easy playing coming up against the likes of PSG, Monaco in the in in Liga, and still getting into the Champions League. So they were right, and they were really really up for it. So it was always going to be a tough tough game, even even though it doesn't uh, look like that on paper. You're absolutely right. I mean, credit to Lawrence. They, they, they obviously put in a shift, uh, the performance-wise as well. We joke about it being a farmer's league, but I thought they applied themselves really well. They were technically sound, passing their way out of trouble. They carved us open time and time again. They, they probably were good value for the win. Um, Wally, before you go, I mean, 
anything that sort of impressed you from last night? We did have a number of substitutes. Yeah, ha- uh, Habits was taken off um, and Smith Rowe came on. Fabio Vieira played. Reese Nelson played. Um, any of the fringe guys getting close to knocking on Mikel's door? Because if Martinelli is out, if Saka is out for the weekend, we've got some selection issues. Yeah, I think um, I I personally think uh, Emil Smith Rowe should be getting um, should be getting a chance. He played really really well, um, and um, you know he he is really kind of the only one. Tommy Asu was also I felt I, I felt played played very well despite that that miss which he really should have buried um, that ch- that chance away and that could have been the game there. But um, yeah, certainly Emil Smith Rowe has has done no harm to his chances. You could tell he's really really trying to get back into the squad. I mean, you look at the pictures after Brighton where he looked like he was devastated after that miss, um, even though we were absolutely smashing them. So it shows what it means to him. It shows how much he's, uh, how much effort he's putting in to try and get himself back into the mix of the first 11. Um, and, you know, apart from that, I thought, once again, we have to mention how good Declan Rice was last night because he... I was getting frustrated in that second half at the number of times that the Lons players were getting away with kicking our players, but we weren't getting the same decision. They tried it with him, but they were just physically, they were getting nowhere near him, right? He was that good, right? They they kept kicking him. I mean, there was in one point, they his boot came off, right? Okay, in the tackle and the ref just didn't give anything. Um, which 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 was just kind of really really poor refereeing, but um, they never got near him. He's such a good player, such a privilege to be able to watch him in an Arsenal shirt. He really is, and he did play very well. And just final thoughts ahead of Sunday's game. Uh, let's not speculate too much about your sort of team lineup and all that sort of stuff. But um, it's obviously a big game. What do you reckon is going to happen? <sighs> oh, <laughs> that's a tricky question, man. But I, you know, I'm I'm going to stay confident. I mean. City without Rodri is, I mean, that's a huge miss. I mean, it's 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 basically us last season without Thomas Partey. Right? I mean, we would go into games thinking, right, we have very little chance. That guy is so good. He's he's the equivalent of having three, four players in your squad, and that's what that's what they're going to be missing. So uh, I'm confident that we could get a result on Sunday. Um, it's going to be a tight game, uh, undoubtedly, and Pep will prepare his team. But I think we've got enough in the tank this season and we're going to be up for it this season because we, we will want to show that we're better than them now. It's not, it's not the arsenal of the past. Um, we've, got, we've got depth in this squad, we've got quality. And um, yeah, I, I see us getting the three points. I hope you're right, Wally. Listen, look after yourself tonight, man. Thanks for being the first caller on tonight's show and do get some rest, man. And again, appreciate it for all your flaws. You are a gem of a man. Uh, Dobbo, welcome to the chat. Uh, Lons have beaten Arsenal by two goals to one in our first uh, group away game of the Champions League of this campaign. Um, where's your head at today? How do you feel almost 24 hours on? Welcome. Yeah, good evening. Thanks for, for having me on again. Um, I, I think, obviously, everyone was quite disappointed yesterday. And I think the problem was on social media, I think that, I've said it before, I think that Arsenal, because we're so active as a fan base on social media and there's so many different people... I think there was quite a lot of reactionary opinions. Um, like, we, we lost, but I think on the balance of play, I don't think, like, we weren't as awful as people were making us out to be. Um, and I think on another day, we could have either come away with a point from Lons or come away with three points, um, considering we had, the, you mentioned the Tommy Asu chance previously, uh, the Nelson chance kind of at the end. So there was a few clear-cut chances where on another day, 
the ball would have nestled in the back of the net. And you've got to give credit to Lens once again to, for the for the defending, the way they tactically set up. I thought that they were very, very good. And it's not taken away that they weren't worthy of the three points. I'm just saying on another day, the result could have flipped a different way. Um, but I still think Longs were excellent. Um, and it's not the end of the world. Um, for, for Lons and Sevilla and PSV, I think they, they probably know that we're likely to get through as a club Arsenal. So they're probably trying to think, OK, if we can beat them at home and then even if we lose them away and then try and pick up points in other games, then they might have a chance. And you can see that that's the way the group is actually shaping up already because Lons drew with Sevilla in game week one and then now Sevilla have drew with PSV in game week two. So you can see that the other teams are very, very evenly matched um, in terms of that. But I think Lons, credit to them. They played really well. I thought they took their two goals very, very well. And when you look at them as well, people are saying, oh, they're 15th in uh, league on at the moment. But when you look at their stats from last season, in 19 league games, they won 17. And I think it was lost one and drew one or something like that. It was some crazy crazy stat like that um, so at home they are very very good they conceded 29 goals in league on last season so their manager has them very very well tactically drilled um, and I think that the next game against Sevilla is very very important so I think we need to see what happens after that but I don't think we need to react too critically at the moment um, and I think that hopefully in another sense this could hopefully be that kind of fire that Arsenal want to show that they want to bounce back um, and with City coming up what a better team to bounce back against um, so obviously I'm disappointed because you want to come away with the three points and um, the previous caller said that um, it would have put us in a good position or it might have been Wayne earlier said it would put, it would put us in a, a nice comfortable position going into Sevilla now the pressure's on a bit more but it's not the end of the world. And once again, credit to Lons. I thought they were excellent yesterday. They really were. Dobbo, thanks so much for joining us tonight. Really appreciate that. Get home safe or get to wherever you're driving to safely. I really appreciate you requesting the mic while you're on the move. Um, Wayne, I want to bring you back in. I can see Colleen, Lewis and Jake have requested Guna Nichols. So uh, we will get through as many callers as we can, of course, before the eight o'clock kickoffs tonight. Um, let's have that chat about Mikel. You, you said that there were one or two things that you didn't feel he did right before we hear from the gaffer. Um, enlighten us just a bit more on, on where you think it all went wrong well I was disappointed like I said that Saka started that was the first one um, but after that I was disappointed to the reaction to everything within the game um, when you've got Zinchenko Trossard Havertz and Erdegaard on the pitch the substitution for me bringing on Fabio Vieira for Saka just didn't make any sense You've got way too many players there who want the ball to feet. And they're all very samey, samey, just kind of in different areas of the pitch. We didn't have any penetration really in behind apart from Gabriel Jesus. And we lacked pace. So we were very easy to defend. Like Gav said, Lons defended well and credit to them because they were very, very solid. But we didn't really give them much to defend because everything was just in front of them. And they knew that they could put their defensive high line and we wouldn't really threaten him behind, like I said, apart from, from Gabriel Jesus. And I thought their centre-back, I think his name is Danso, I thought he had a brilliant game against Jesus physically and it was difficult for Jesus to, to get anything from him. So I was really disappointed that Fabio Vieira was that decision. And then after that, I was very disappointed at how long it took to try and change the game. And Mill Smith-Rowe and Nelson should have been on 
10, maybe 15 minutes before they were even brought on. It was calling for it. We had no penetration whatsoever and we didn't really give them enough time to to look like they we were able to break them down. And then when they did come on, they created one of our better chances with that, that Nelson attempt. So, or even, listen, if you want to keep Jesus on, you could have brought on Eddie Nketiah and put Jesus out on the right for, for Bakayo Saka. There was a lot of options there. I just thought he got a lot of things wrong and it just kind of harks back to one of my personal biggest issues with Mikel. He's not really proactive enough at times and more more often than not, we can get away with it because we're a very good side. But um, on times like yesterday, we couldn't really get away with it and, and we needed a little bit more of a reaction, a little bit more attacking intent, a little bit more proactivity. Mm, yeah, it was Danto and uh, Gradit who played at right centre-back. Both of those were very, very impressive last night. Gav, before we go to our next caller, the great Guna, um, and then, of course, work our way through sort of Colleen and Lewis and co., um, get, Wayne's just mentioned we sort of struggled in the final third. You know, we couldn't really penetrate. We got back to the sort of horseshoe shape attack that we'd been doing maybe a couple of years ago. Are you concerned about the lack of fluidity up top? I mean, there was no real pace on either flank, of course, um, after Saka went off. Reese Nelson then did eventually come on and Ketia came on, but we just couldn't seem to get him behind. Is that Arsenal's flaws or is that Toulon's credit? Oh, I think it's a bit of both, to be fair. I mean, Lonzi's uh, three centre-backs, was they were they were very, very good all night. Uh, the only, obviously, Jesus' goal, maybe they could have done a little bit better, who knows. Uh, but, yeah, our only option, really, was to go wide. And we just was we just did not, once we've got no Martinelli and no Saka, OK, the drop-off in the sort of quality of player isn't as big as it's been in previous seasons. But them two are just outstanding, outstanding players. And if you're going to play how we play, you have to have those two on the pitch. Otherwise, there's going to be a massive difference. And that's what happened. And I do agree completely with Wayne. Uh, yeah, we could have bought, put Jesus on the right, put Eddie through the middle. Uh, he could have bought Emma Smith-Rowe on earlier. Because Emma Smith-Rowe is the kind of player that's going to get some form of, sort of penetration through the middle. He, he just tends to find that little bit of space. And like I say, he did have a he did have a shot that unfortunately went pretty much near too near the keeper again. But it's very easy to pick fault, but we just have not got real like for like replacements for Saka and Martinelli, and no club has really. Let's be honest, no no club could replace them too. No, every single club in the Champions League to lose their first choice left and right sided attackers is going to struggle a little bit. Mm-hmm. Let's see if we struggle against Man City this weekend. Thanks a lot for that, Gab. Really appreciate it. Uh, the great Guna, welcome to the post-match phone in here on Lasse Firm. What would you like to say about Arsenal's defeat out in France last night? <laughs> Thoughts on the game are pretty simple. Can you? Sorry, can you guys? We can hear you loud and clear, my friend. Okay, perfect, perfect. My thoughts on the game are simple. Um, I think when it comes to Champions League, we are always going to have to play our strongest team. So that's not. This is not Europa. This is not Wenger's time in the Champions League where teams were weaker. At this point, if we're playing Champions League and we have not been here in a long time, so we're not used to this, right? But most teams play their strongest teams in the in the group stages until they qualify. So if we qualify in three games and four games, then you rotate. Um, I do have a concern that we didn't rotate on Sunday. Or I think it was on Saturday. Was Saturday? When, we play, when we played Bournemouth. Right. I think that was an opportunity to rotate at that point um, in anticipation for this Lons game. 
I have not too many complaints about the game because the way I see it is the way we play is going to be nullified a lot by strong athletic teams who are willing to sit back in a, in a disciplined low block. And are we going to win more games than we lose? Yes. But when we lose a game or we draw a game, it's not the end of the world. Because at the end of the day, it's really more about do you win more than you lose? And with the style we have, with the manager we have, with the players we have, that's what's going to happen. Um, so I'm, I'm a little bit reticent to, to criticize decisions yesterday because I know there was a rationale behind them. And just because it's a good, it might be a decision, it might not have a positive outcome. And that's life. And that's okay. Um, he's going to, Ateta is going to look at the decisions he made yesterday, review them, um, and use his inputs next time he has to make another decision. I tend to just try to look at these things from the standpoint that it's not an idiot making a decision. <laughs> it's someone that's really good, that's got us to this point, and he deserves a lot of grace that we don't seem to, well, from an online standpoint, he doesn't seem to get. There seems to be a lot more questions about his abilities for somebody that has proven himself that he is, he deserves to be here. So on Sunday, it's a, it, it's a game like any other. It's October. The league is not won in October. We might win. We might lose. Whatever happens, we are still in position this season to compete for the Premier League. We are still in every competition. And I'm not really seeing alarm bells at this point for me. So that's my little take right well, now. Well, listen, talking, well, I appreciate that. Talking of, of alarm bells, Manchester City obviously coming to town. They don't have Rodri, uh, like Dobbo mentioned. And while you mentioned Kevin De Bruyne, of course, not in the team either, unless you make some sort of mir miraculous recovery, which I think we're all expecting. Um, we don't have Martinelli. We may not have Bukayo Saka. Thomas Partey hasn't played in a few weeks, so he might not be fully fit. Sinchenko can't seem to get through you know, more than 60 or 70 minutes. Um, are you, you know, do any, you know, goalkeeping wise, someone said at the start of the show, David Raya, mixed performance, does Ramsdale come back in? Are you a little bit anxious, a little bit nervous going into Sunday? Or do you think actually, no, we're still in, you know, we're in good nick, we're in good health, we should be able to put on a show? No, I think it's going to be a good game. I think we still have a strong team that can compete. And it's going to be a very cautious game from two, similar to Community Shield of two teams that are really good, play similar ways, and it can really go either way. Um, so I'm not particularly concerned. I, I, I do think Partey might start. I would prefer to see Havertz up top this weekend and Rice in the midfield with Partey, but um, I think our defense is strong. I think Raya made one mistake, um, and Ramsdale's going to make mistakes as well. The way we want to play, our goalkeepers are going to make mistakes. Um, I want to see Ryan on the weekend. I think he's a better goalkeeper for the style of play that we want to play. Um, and it allows us to control the game, similar to how Onana played us when they came, when um, United came to town. So we have a strong squad that can still play. Um, Trossard, is, Trossard is still here this weekend. Jesus is here. Havertz is here. Nelson is here. I have a strong inclination to believe that Saka would actually start. Still, I'm not sure he's completely ruled out. Um, but we have a strong team. I'm not. I'm not concerned. We are. We are not. I. There's a lot of PTSD from years past. We are a strong team. There is no game we go into that we're going to get blown out, and that's the new way to feel. That is very. That a lot of fans have to still understand. We are not a weak team. 
We are here not by luck. Last year was not a fluke. We deserve to be here. We're a good team. We beat City in the Community Shield, not by luck either. And I'm not really afraid of games. <laughs> I'm just trying to enjoy the game on the weekend. And it's going to be a good game, and we have a we have a strong team to play. Appreciate that, the great Guna. Thank you so much for joining. Really, really appreciate you requesting uh, the mic and taking your time to talk to us. Uh, Colleen, we're going to welcome you into the show in just a moment. I'm going to just go through some tweets, and Lewis and Jake will bring you chaps on as well straight after Colleen. Um, Leeds Gunner, who was first in the chat, who says at Leeds, uh, sorry, Leeds Gunner one, says at Latte Firm, we took the game lightly. Not with the lineup, but mentality-wise. Um, we thought they would just roll over just because we played our strongest side. Lons wanted it more. We really should have rotated. The rotated lads would have shown more desire and more hunger to win. Interesting shout there. Thanks so much for that, Leeds Gunner. B, who is at 407B, uh, at Latte Firm. It takes 48 to 72 hours to recover from an intense game, supposedly. The thing with playing every three days is that they train still. It's not like us going to the gym and making excuses to train the next day. These guys are full sprints. Rotation needed to be there. Uh, Richard, who is at Robin Hood Bass, says at Latte Firm, Hi, great show as usual. Thanks very much for that, Richard. Really appreciate that. I am sick to death of some fans. Once we lose a game, they go on an awful rant on Twitter, blaming everybody. We can't win every time. Players get injured, so relax. When we win, we are the greatest team ever and when we lose we are useless listen Richard that 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 sort of bipolar attitude of, of many fans uh, you're absolutely spot on mate uh, really uh, really agree with that um at Skulu who is S-K-H-U-L and then triple U says uh, Latte Firm yes guys let's give credit to Lons that performance by Lons would have beaten many teams in the Premier League um, good shout there for, uh, for Lons' performance I thought they did really well right hundreds of you have tuned in to tonight's show which is immense uh, on the Champions League night if you are tuning in for the first time please do follow Latte Firm the only place you can get these post-match phone-ins albeit maybe sometimes a day later um, and you can of course listen to these on audio so Spotify and Apple blah 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 uh, before we go to Colleen we are going to listen to what the gaffer had to say courtesy of TNT Sport here's Mikel Arteta after yesterday's game uh, you thought it'd be a big night a difficult night it was it certainly was and uh, congratulations to Lens um, as we all saw they are a really good side extreme exceptional atmosphere and um, a really difficult opponent. Uh, we made the most difficult thing in scoring the first goal, and we had total control of the game. And in one action, um, they managed to score, and then it was game one again. Um, we had a huge chance straight after the break with Leo. Um, and two or three big chances. It's true that we didn't generate enough threat in the final third, like in many occasions. We didn't attack certain spaces and provoke certain jumps that for us are not good against them. Um, but the defense with the PSV game, it was the, the boxes. We had four big chances and we didn't defend the, the box well enough to win the game. You mentioned you had control until their goal to make it 1-1. The nature of that goal, of course, the critics will say, well, that's how you want to play. With the goalkeeper trying to make passes and get the game flowing, they, it turns into a mistake. Well, this happens. Mistakes are part of football and um, and they will continue to be there somehow. But um, I think the difference was made in, in both boxes today, especially in Champions League. You don't generate 10 clear cut chances in Champions League. When you get there, you have to put the ball in the back of the net and we have to defend the box much better than we've done. Yeah. How is Bukayo? And was it the nature of just too many games for him or just unlucky? It was an action. It was a back heel and he felt something on that specific action. It wasn't nothing else and uh, obviously he wasn't comfortable to continue. Yeah, so you don't know yet how severe or how long? No, no, no idea. Okay. And generally, do you think the team felt 
the, the pressure of the number of games at the moment you talked about trying to rotate and keep a rhythm I didn't see that especially in the first half the way we were playing obviously after we have to make changes the change of Bukai obviously the two wingers that we are missing that they give us a lot of threat uh, and it's different with, with other qualities that we have in the squad uh, nothing learn from it it was a big night for us we didn't manage to, to get the result that we want but uh, we'll take a lot of things from it and, and learn really good to hear the gaffer complimenting Lons. you know he, he talked about the atmosphere talked about their approach to the game but did of course be a little bit critical of Arsenal's defending and, and also you know like if you're going to create 10 big chances or 10 chances rather in the Champions League game you've got to score more than one goal and we could have done better in both boxes um Colleen, welcome to the post-match phone in here on Latte Firm, albeit 24 hours later. First of all, how are you? Um, how are you feeling about Arsenal now that the dust has settled a little bit? Hola, buenas tardes. Hello, guys. Uh, I'm feeling okay, to be honest with you. Uh, I wasn't too... Um, uh, I wasn't so reactionary post the game, to be honest with you. Uh, and there's several reasons why... Um, I think, and we can get into, you know, where the game was, was won and lost, but, and it's always disappointing to lose away in the Champions League. But if there was ever a game that we had to lose, um, of all the ones that we have coming up, I, I'm not, I don't mind it being the, the, the Lawns game that we just played. Um, it was disappointing. Uh, I was a little bit confused when Vieira came on and we had both Trossard and Vieira on the, on the wings. I don't think that really benefited us much. But listen, uh, we were going to lose a game at some point. So I'm just glad it was, it was this one. Um, but yeah, I think there's still a few question marks and a few questions around Arteta that uh, hopefully he will, he will answer to me and to other people who might have the same, same few questions. And of course, the Bukayo Saka Question. Well, what are those questions, Colleen? I mean, Bakayo Saka, you're obviously referring to the fact that obviously we're gutted that he's got injured, but would you have rotated him going into the game? And what else are you expecting from the gaffer? I think with the, with the Saka question, it really depends on what condition was he coming into the game in? Because from the outside perspective or from an Arsenal fan perspective and watching all the games, it looked like he's been carrying a bit of a, an injury or a niggle for the past few games. So if he was still carrying something and not 100%, I have to question why he would start with Man City coming up on the, on the Sunday. However, if, you know, he is 100%, you know, he is 100% fit um, and, you know, he wasn't carrying anything, then your best players start is the Champions League. And Mikel has already said, you know, you've got to get used to playing three, three games a week. So it's a bit of a question mark for me there because it does look like he's been carrying something, but... I guess we'll never know until uh, something comes out about that. And of course, Mikel also have que does have questions to ask, which I think will come with time. And as the as the squad has changed during his tenure here at, at Arsenal, is that his European record with us so far is not the greatest. But we also, you can also argue, we've not had the greatest squads when we have been in the, the Europa League under Mikel Arteta. Um, and a bit of the in-game management, I would say, from yesterday. But otherwise, um, they're kind of open-ended questions that I'm still waiting to, to be answered, to be honest. But I wouldn't say it's an over a big criticism because we are doing so well. But questions nonetheless. No, I hear loud and clear, Colleen. And listen, I mean, obviously, it's a big game this weekend. Uh, we could be without, without trying to sort of over-dramatise it. You know, we could be without Marcelli, could be without Saka. 
Partey's not played in a few weeks, but he, of course, was on the bench yesterday. Um, I mentioned Jesus and Tinchenko and one or two others just can't seem to get through 90 minutes of football at the moment. Are we beginning to creak? Mm. Are you nervous going into the weekend's game? And your thoughts on what Wally said earlier? Um, you know, you've got to take points off City at some point during a season. Yeah, I mean, I agree with that. I think at some point, you know, the hoodoo has to go and we have to take something off of them at some point. Um, but the injury side of things, I mean, they can say that they don't have De Bruyne or or, or Rodri. It's, it's the name of the game. And that's why you have a squad bigger than 11. And that's why you also have um, a good, high-quality squad beyond 15 players, which I think Mikel has kind of pushed to us um, and has kind of justified the reason for Raya and, and Ramsdale. So and as much as I would like the injuries not to be a, to, to not be there, it, it is what it is. That's why we have a squad bigger than, than 11. So that stuff injuries don't really cut the mustard for me. But if we're serious about challenging, we've got to take points off them at some we point. We do. No, no, you're At absolutely home. right. And Colleen, you, you sound like a lady who enjoys a nice cup of tea. Um, have you ever dunked a chocolate bar in your in your tea in your time, or is it just biscuits? Oh, um, I I have. I'm not oh. particularly picky, um, but I am a I'm a coffee girl, okay. though, to be fair. But what are you dunking um, in it? That's what I need to know. Uh, oh, I, do you know what? I don't mind dunking in. Is a is it a chocolate? Uh, not biscuits. Not biscuits. I'm talking about like that. a chocolate bar, like an actual. Like a Snickers yeah, like, bar or a Twix. Or like a, a double, yeah, a mate. So you missed. Oh, I can't say. Okay, listen. Yeah, do me a favour. Do I me mean, a favour, right? It, Champions but... League football's on tonight. I know you're in Colombia, but <laughs> I know you can get some sort of nice warm brew and just go get yourself a Snickers bar and just dunk it in and just have the time of your life, basically. Um, okay. This feels, feels weird. It feels, this does this feel feels very weird. weird. Right, we're going to end it right it there. Let's keep weird. it clean. Uh, Colleen, thank you so much for joining. <laughs> really appreciate that. Look after yourself. Thanks for joining us. I don't know what's got into my head. Uh, it's the lack of sleep, people. It's the lack of sleep. But Colleen, um, thank you for that. And thank you for putting up with me. Uh, Wayneta, Atletico Madrid have performed some sort of a crazy turnaround to Feyenoord. I don't know if you're watching the Champions League sort of action. Have you got the scores on the doors or do you want me to just go with it? Uh, Atletico Madrid have beaten Feyenoord. They were 2-1 down about 15. 10 minutes ago. That is nuts. Yeah, yeah Morata is... Um found some goal-scoring form after about seven years. Um, I think he scored seven goals in his last six games or something like that. Um, and then in the other game, it's Shakhtar Donetsk currently winning 3-2 against Antwerp. And I think Antwerp were 2-0 no up. Which game are you watching well. tonight, man? Uh, Newcastle, PSG or Leipzig City? I, I will be watching the goal show. I When Arsenal aren't playing, I watch the goal show and I just see all the goals go in because I don't really care enough to watch anyone else and I just want the entertainment of the goal yeah, interesting like. how about you Gav are you tuning into the Champions League tonight no no chance mate <laughs> I'll uh... no I don't even like football uh, no I'll uh, I'm going to chill out probably put some music on uh, yeah just just relax mate do you know what I mean I, no I've, I've got no time for watching teams that, I mean I, I think I put the Liverpool Tottenham game on on uh, Sunday, and I think I, la- I think I lasted to the Liverpool red card, and then that was the- that got turned off. I I just got no interest really, oh, mate. I'm, 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 I'm amazed. Oh, well, you missed the game, then, yeah. you, A, you missed the game, and B, I'm not surprised <laughs> you, you didn't last much because the, the game was on Saturday. You don't know, but listen. <laughs> well, you know what I mean. 
Whenever it was on, do you know what I mean? That's how interest I've got in, in any other. I love other that. I love that. Do you know what host, I mean? number, host number one only wants to watch the, uh, the goals. Host number two doesn't watch football apart from Arsenal. Brilliant. Um, there is obviously Champions League football on tonight. Newcastle playing at home to PSG. I think that's the one that I'm going to watch. That's going to be pretty, pretty awesome. Uh, Lewis. Welcome to the show, mate. Um, are your dad's in line? Jake's it. Let's bring you. Let's bring the whole clan on. Come on, Jake, Dad, Lewis. What's going on? How you feeling, Lewis? What's happening? How, not how bad, you man. Not bad. Were, were you down in France thing. last night, or it was school night for you, isn't it? Absolutely not. Oh, I wish. I wish. <laughs> Fair enough. So, what are your thoughts, mate? Uh, you've woken up today. Arsenal have obviously got beaten. Have you had time to think about it? You know, where's your, where's your head at? Um, I'm obviously disappointed. Um, I feel I, I think my, my biggest emotion coming out of that game is the Saka injury whether that is something big or whether it's mind games by Arteta um, oh, do we have to let this this other bloke in oh, alright anyway um, I think I, I'm not too bad I, I definitely think we'll top the group I, I, I want to bring up something on Walid, what Walid said um I personally don't think that we should be playing our strongest squad every week in the Champions League. Here, here. Um, because I think, uh, because I, I personally think that obviously injuries can occur quite often, as we can see, as Party getting injured, obviously coming back now, Timbers out. You know, we 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 have the players to play. You know, whether it whether it's Smithrow or Nelson coming in for Saka or Martinelli, and. I think it's just a risk going in like on Sunday, whether Saka does or doesn't play, he's a massive, massive loss. Um, mate, mate, any, any listen, other I didn't think he's this coming weekend. Literally any other fixture in the league. Yeah, and I'd have said, Mikel, fill your boots, mate. You know, play all the players you want, no problem. It's just because it's Manchester City. It's just because they are the one team that we're trying to catch up and yeah. trying to surpass. And it's just because every fucking time we play them. They seem to beat us, and and, mm-hmm. and we need to beat them. It's as simple as that. So why would you not rest the likes of you know one or two, one or two of your centre backs, one or two of your wide players? Maybe you know Declan Rice, who went off just a week ago at half time in arguably an, an equal a bigger game in the North London derby. He couldn't handle it because of his pain. Why would you not just give him the week and say, look, boys, don't travel, stay at home, yeah. come to training, be ready. City comes along, we go a hundred percent. Like I just. And, and and for the fringe players, like you say, Lewis, your Smith Rose, your Fabio Vieira, your Reese Nelsons, that these it's great to see them get ten minutes, fifteen minutes here and there, right? But when are they going to yeah. get like a, a, a full? A full night? I know they've just played Brentford in the League Cup, but you could have just let them maybe build a bit more momentum. Like these aren't bad players. Like I'm not suggesting we we chuck I... in you know a, a League Cup academy team. I'm talking the Emil Smith Rose, an established first teamer. Reese Nelson's trying to get there. Jorginho's won everything there is to win in the game. Um, you know, th- these aren't bad players. It's just making more use of the squad. I can sense you're frustrated, Lewis, but you're probably more frustrated that your dad's about to come on. So just hang in there for a second. Andy, Jake, let's bring you in. The whole Baum family. Um, uh, first of all, Andy, how are you feeling? I mean, it's been a day. Have you, have you reflected? Are you disappointed? Are you just looking ahead to Sunday? Evening. Firstly, SK, I'm not a Baum. I never want to be mixed with those boys again. Um, I'm, I'm a separate. I'm a separate family, totally to that lot. But anyway, um, how am I feeling? Yeah, listen, it was it was disappointing, and um, I think overall, 
I think we, we went into the game thinking we were going to roll them over. And I, I think when Lewis Noel, when we started watching it and you heard the crowd, and I mean, obviously you were there and you obviously it was just ridiculous, the, the, the noise. I think the players may have got intimidated a little bit, I think. I, I, I'm not too sure. I, I, I had that vision that I think for the first sort of 10, 15 minutes, I thought we controlled the game. I thought, you know, this is, this is going to be good. And then uh, obviously Jesus scored and, and it was looking rosy. But I think, I think we got a bit blase. Um, I, I think, listen, it's a blip. Um, I'm, you know, I'm always 100% anyway. I, I can't see us not, not winning this group anyway. I think we, we, we're, turning it, we're turning it around anyway. But yeah, listen, it was, uh, and Ray's not, he's not a machine. He obviously makes mistakes and he's got a problem there, Arteta, I think. I don't know how he's going to solve it. I think he's got a, you know, I, I would like to see Ramsdale in actually on, on, on Sunday. I really would. I think he deserves to be there. Um, I think he needs, to, he needs to just have a quick look at Raya and just think, hold on a sec, he's not, he's not so good after all, you know, um, and have a little rethink, you know, and boot it again. And I, I, I think, yeah, listen, City, I'm fairly confident. I think we're, we've got no better chance uh, than we have on Sunday to beat them. With the players they've got out, we should really be beating them. Again, you've, you've, you've talked about quite a few things there, Andy. I appreciate that. Obviously, I know you're ever the optimist, but you've got to remember, it's the first defeat of the season, right? And we've we've been playing football now for a few weeks. It's you know, almost middle of October. It's not the end of the world. Um, I'm not sure I share your optimism uh, going into Sunday's game with the injuries that we have or with the team news that we might sort of have. Your, your, your thoughts on the goalkeeping situation, I completely agree with. I think Raya has had a couple of games where you just think, OK, Ramsdale wasn't horrific before mm. Raya was brought in. And no. Ramsdale has this bond, obviously, with the club and the fans and maybe... You know, if Arteta's talking about having proper competition for, for every position, maybe he's got to be ruthless and say, look, you know, Ramsdale, you come back in now and you give it a couple of games. Uh, Jake, can, can, I, yeah, can I bring absolutely. Jake in? Because he was giving absolutely. you a big thumbs up. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Jake, go on. welcome to the show, mate. Yeah. Um, you were agreeing a lot there with what Andy was saying. How are you feeling, mate? I'm uh, doing good. Hope everyone's well. I mean, Obviously, you can't. We can't expect to you know, do another invincible season, especially nowadays with the teams like City. But I just want to mention, like what Colleen said, like we have more than eleven players. We need to use them all, and this is what, at the end of the day, separates the men from the boys. City probably could have two teams challenging for the league, and it's just some weak fringe players. I mean, Vieira, he's not an ideal player. We would have liked to have brung on last night. So I feel like what separates like the big teams from the average teams from is just the depth, the quality of depth that we have. And obviously we've come a long way since you know a couple of seasons back. But the players, like obviously rotation is key, especially in Champions League. Like Lewis said, we need to not start our strongest team every week. I'd like to see Smith through. I'd like to see Nelson. I'd like to see. I don't even know who else I'd like to see. But I just feel like rotation is key. And Arteta, look, he's done so much good. And obviously with that is going to bring a bit of negative parts to his game. And I feel like last night wasn't his best tactically starting Saka, especially after what we saw on the weekend. But yeah. I appreciate that, Jake. Listen, before we bring in our next callers, Nick and Power and Josh, I can see you all and Mohammed. Um, let's just get predictions ahead of Sunday. Jake, sticking with you. Bearing in mind, we don't know the team news, of course, but what do you think is going to happen on Sunday? Right now, what's your heart saying? Scoreline. Right now, I've just seen Saka's like got a little hamstring injury, so I, I, I don't, I can't see him starting, which is gonna be a massive miss. Look, my heart's telling me Arsenal, my head's telling me City. 
I feel like we need to see how the first 10 minutes play Would out. Would you take a draw? At this moment in the league, like Waleed said, or we need to get some points of City. Obviously, they're going into the game, well, minus this Champions League game, two, two losses on the trot. I'm, no, I feel like we can, we can do it. I feel like Martinelli and Partey need to start. Obviously, if they're injured, it's, they can't. But um, we need that fight and I need we need a big team for from Arteta before the game. Yeah, I've got a feeling we might need a bit more than that. Uh, Lewis, your thoughts on the game on Sunday? Any predictions from you? Um, I think it's the same time, same thing I say every time. Um, obviously, I want to, I want to be optimistic, like Jake. Um, I just can't see us beating them. I think because this season, being at the Emirates a couple of times, I think the atmosphere has been a little bit flat. I think last year the atmosphere played a massive part in the team's success. Obviously, I'm going to go for an Arsenal win, but I, I just. I just hope that the crowd can can be the twelfth man like they have been last season. But I'm very optimistic and I'm I'm buzzing for the game. Yeah, listen, mate, I'm buzzing as well. I think the crowd are going to need to be the thirteenth, fourteenth, and fifteenth men. I think on uh, on uh, on Sunday. But really appreciate you joining us. And Andy, just before you leave us, mate, what are your thoughts on Sunday? I know you've you said you're ever the optimist, you're confident, but give us a scoreline. Um, I'm going to go two 0 Clean sheet. Wow. Wow. Yeah, I think we will. I, yeah, I think we will. I think we're nullified. Um, uh, uh, what's his name up front? The monster. I don't. I think once he's nullified, I, don't, I, don't, I can't see where they're gonna where they're gonna be getting goals from. I really yeah, can't. Famous last words, Andy. Thank you so much. It's been a real pleasure to chat to okay. you and the boys tonight. Um, Gav, uh, I don't know if I offended Andy by calling him Jake and Lewis's dad. He is Jake and Lewis's dad, haven't I? Or have I just mismatched a, a family and just made them a family on, on socials? I wonder. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, I think it's, it's father and son and son and mate. I love, mate, it. I love it. Well, they were all family to me. The latte firm family. I love it. They're all family, Um Right. Uh, what are we going to do now? We've got uh, into the sort of home straight of the show because obviously the Champions League tonight is going to kick off shortly and I'm sure everybody wants to, to get away and watch Newcastle take on PSG, which is going to be a big game. But Gav, you've, uh, you're still on uh, unmute. What would you want to say before we bring in Josh? Uh, I've completely forgotten, mate, because you've, I, was, I was so intent on uh, listening to uh, what you were saying that I forgot what point. Oh, that was it. About saying the crowd being the, the 12th, 13th, 14th man. Uh, just really, the crowd at home, yeah. it just seems like there's something different about this year with the crowd. Really? And I feel, I feel that that's down to Ashburn and Army getting cut in half. A uh, hundred of them makes a lot more noise than 50 of them. Uh, maybe it's this new ballot system. And a lot more newer fans. Maybe it's the bots taking over the ticket exchange. Uh, but yeah, whoever's in charge of the the ticketing and marketing stuff for Arsenal, which is a woman called uh, Juliet Slot, uh, she's got a, l- a little bit to answer for. I feel with the home atmosphere. Mm. I really do feel that. Uh, well, I think we, this is going to rumble on, and we, I'm thinking about doing a ticket and feature sort of show on Latte Firm. So let's hold that thought. I'll tell you who doesn't contribute to uh, the atmosphere, and those are the uh, Prawn Sandwich Club uh, level people. Oh, Wayne, he's got his hand up. Funny that. What would you like to say? That's a bit disrespectful. Okay, right, not Prawn um, Sandwiches, but you know what I mean. Very right? disrespectful. <laughs> 
I'm not I'm not going to talk about the tickets because, like you said, that's a completely different conversation that can go on for hours and hours. And um, before we move on to Josh, I got in trouble for not saying hello to Colleen when she was on her call. Who, who gave you that trouble? Oh, okay. uh, Colleen. Did. <laughs> I love that Colleen just just sends a little DM and you come on and say your little apology. I love that, Wayne. Uh, Josh, welcome to the show, mate. Um, I love listening from you. Um, you always I love get my thoughts from you. Into perspective. I always sort of get my Ooh, thoughts into perspective. It's just my end. I'm gonna shut up now. Josh, floor's yours. Go for it. Shut up now, Josh. Floor's yours. Go for it. Hey, mate. You're right. Um, mate, there was an echo last time. I don't know what's going on. Are you using speakerphone? Are you using speakerphone or? Ah, uh, yeah. Yeah. No. Do you want me to put? Uh, no, you do. I'm, I'm going to shut up. But when no, you, you talk, it's fine. I'm going to shut up. But when you talk, it's fine. Go for it. Okay, mate. Um, so yeah, mate. Last night on on the game, like for me, I, just watching it, it for, again, it was just another match. Um, where I thought it was just like far too easy for us. Um. I think like we was just working our way into it, like first ten, fifteen minutes. Just tried to quieten the crowd down, which I think we eventually did. And then then the goal came. Um I, I just felt we were like we was we was in control of the game like quite easily. Um and then obviously I think when, when it does become quite easy for us, we lose our concentration a bit. Happened quite a lot last season. Um and I think leave like I love Ryan, but the way he was obviously like spraying the ball about uh, last night just kind of indicated that we was like really at ease at, with the game, and obviously their goal goal came through through that mistake, and then it just got a bit more difficult. But I think the way we started, um, the way we kind of uh, quieted the crowd down was was fantastic. It was, like it was going to be like the perfect away performance, and I think unless we were going to give goals to them. I think we would have just gone off, gone on and get another goal, maybe, maybe another two, and won, won quite comfortably, two or three nil. But it was again our own downfall by giving them a goal, which caused us caused us issues. You're absolutely right. I don't know if it's just me. Why you guys here? I don't know if it's just me. All right, Josh is. I can. It seems to only be when Josh isn't on the okay. show. Maybe when you're talking, right, Josh he's has done to that mute kindly. And then you have to fine, fine. Josh what, what, a, what a world uh, Josh thanks for, for, for muting yourself um, I completely agree with what you're saying and I think for me the way that Lons sort of carved us open time and time again they had some good chances they kept working the ball into the box uh, they just couldn't hit the target and you know Mikel talked earlier about we've got to be better in both boxes had Lons been even more clinical more effective they could have won, they could have won that handsomely that, that, that's the worry for me uh, Josh looking ahead to Sunday um, you've obviously heard about the injuries that, that seem to be sort of, you know, piling up at Arsenal. What are your thoughts on that game? And maybe try and leave us with some positivity. Yeah, mate, I'm, I'm actually looking forward to Sunday. I think going into uh, last game before another international break, we've got a, a real chance to to uh, go a couple of points clear at the top of Man City anyway. Um I'm not so I'm not so like worried about the injuries to be fair because I think obviously Man City have got big injuries as well so it's just a case of both teams being able to put out their best teams uh, with with what players are available and and I think we'll be able to match them match them on the day. Um, I'd love it's just a shame you know last night that Party didn't even get maybe fifteen twenty minutes because I'd have loved to have gone into that game on Sunday with. Odegaard, Rice and Party as a midfield trio. Arteta may do that still, but obviously Party's going to be quite rusty, so I'm not sure if he will. But if we do go in with that, that midfield three 
against City, I'd I'd fancy us like quite handsomely, like maybe three one. Um, so yeah, I'm I'm really positive, mate. And just on the atmosphere as well at the the ground, I I do I do kind of a, agree with some so far. Um, the 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 get that the atmosphere has dropped slightly, but I reckon that's down to like expectancy and uh, the crowd's expectations. Um, but I think come Sunday, mate, everyone's going to be like bringing their A game. We'll be proper up for it, mate. Um, yeah, nothing to worry about there. Appreciate that. Oh, Josh, <laughs> the echo. I don't know what's, oh, don't know what's happening, there, but listen, thanks so much for joining us on tonight's show. Um, listen, we have to bring our A game on Sunday. And despite all the players that we might have missing or whatever, whoever's playing in that team, the Emirates crowd can make a massive difference. We've done it before this season. We've had some great games this year. Last season, we had some extraordinary moments and the team need our backing. Uh, Nick, welcome to the show. What would you like to say? Um, evening, guys. Great Thank show. Thank you very much. Um, uh, yeah, um, first of all, um, good to know that you was safe out in France because obviously I saw the trouble. So it's nice that you and the guys have come home nice and safely. Um, but yeah, no, on to the game. Um, uh, first of all, um, no one's actually brought it up yet, but... Um, I'm, I don't know about you guys, but I'm a routinist. I like to do things in a routine. We didn't have the best preparation for the game. I'm not using that as an excuse, but we didn't have the best preparation because of the delayed flight, getting there a little bit late. Did that mess up a little bit of preparation? I'm not saying it would have, I'm not using that as an excuse, but it's something that we'll never know because obviously we can't say... Let's turn back the clock and let's say that the flight landed and then see how we would have yeah, done. Yeah, so, you're referring to um, the Arsenal boys being stuck on the tarmac for about three hours or something yeah. and playing at Luton. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah, yeah right, listen, yeah. I mean, look, the, yeah. these things, they're all about routine, right? You're absolutely spot on, Nick, in that they yeah. would have wanted to get away. They probably wanted to go into their hotel and check in and do whatever match prep or team talk prep or just meal prep that, that you would have expected. And of course, it just, you know, the first domino falls and it knocks the rest of whatever they had planned. Um but the game itself, yeah. um, obviously, we could have been better in both boxes. Mikel spoke about that. But Lawns played well, and they were good value for the win, don't you think? Oh, yeah, definitely. Fair play to them. You've got to hold your hands up and give the opposition credit. Can't always just criticise and say, well, Arsenal, we, we have the defiant right to beat everyone. Because, you know, people forget as well in the Champions League, there was also times back in the early, early noughties where we... I think we lost the way at Dynamo, uh, Dynamo Kiev and we had the likes of David Seen and Tony Adams. In the, you know, it, was pr- it was a pretty peak uh, Wenger team that he had, pretty strong strong teams he had. Um, and then, you know, if you look at Manchester City, I know they've won it last year, but uh, going up to that, um, you thought, oh, they've got Leon in the, I think it was the semi-finals or the quarter-finals, they should coast through that. They couldn't get it through the second leg. And as Thierry Henry rightfully said, I'm not just trying to say it's because he said this, but he's right in saying there is no easy Champions League away game. I and mean, you look at, um, I know, I know, obviously, it was a long time ago since we've been in, but you look at Luda Gretz, we were 2 0 down. If it wasn't for a bit of masterclass from Mesut Ozil, we either turn out with a point or maybe even slip up and let mm-hmm. like, go in and lose that game. And they're not, they're not like, um, they're not world beaters either. I don't think there's such a thing as a, and I think the Arsenal fans have got, which is unfortunate, the Arsenal fans have got so used to this Thursday night where you put out a really poor, t- um, a pretty, uh, ish team and converts a lot of your players because the opposition you're playing against are nowhere near the level uh, that you could probably turn up and play in second gear and still win. In the Champions League, you've always got to be on top of your game. But um, the other thing as well is in regards to the uh, selection of the team and um, 
I agree. I agree with Wayne and Gav. I think you should just go strong because of the points I've just made. Is that you know, and they also brought up um, on Sky Sports, which they do like to um, try and um, shed the stats a little bit to make them sound a little bit different than they actually are. They were saying that Saka's played also three thousand or four thousand minutes last season. Then they said Bernardo Silva and a few of these other players that play in position play three thousand minutes. But that was in the league. If you turned it around to the Champions League, they played around about the same sort of minutes. Same as Mohamed Salah as well. Played they're both winners, so they played the same amount of minutes. But you say about resting them for this game, I think you should go even further back to Bournemouth. You should have. You should, I mean, you can't, um, either the game was won. In my opinion. Against a team like Bournemouth, I put, um, especially if they're going to let Havertz take the penalty. No disrespect to Havertz, he's got a really brilliant um, penalty record. But there's a chance that he could miss that penalty like it is with any penalty. Um, but we were 2 new up. And if you're giving Havertz the penalty, they've got the confidence to think he will score for us, give him a boost. And also, we, we were 2 new up. Um, I'm, not, I'm a little bit disappointed in either the selection of the team going all out strong, thinking we've got a game out in France and then we've got to recover for Man City as well on Saturday. And then also as well, um, the whole uh, recovery for um, Saka as well. We don't know, like um, Wayne said as well, we don't know he's red zone. We don't know what, um, um, how he's feeling. And they're obviously doing all the tests on him and everything like that. Um, but I don't know if you guys have noticed on social media, so I just looked at it before I came on. Uh, but Party's been called up to the Ghana squad uh, so um, for the international break. So, when, so my thoughts, um, I always, as you already know, um, so moving on to Sunday... Um, I would say, I think, you know, this is the best time, to, this is the best chance to play. I mean, we we haven't got much pace going on our wings. So we need, we need to, um, yes, last, last night, that was what was lacking. We had no pace. As Wayne touched on, we had a lot of um, ball carrying players that want to pass around and stuff like that. No one wants to get in behind and make those runs like Saka and Martinelli. So we need to make sure we have someone uh, because we don't, we don't know the extent of Martinelli. I don't think he'll be ready. Um, but if part is available, we have to see because he he does break down during matches. So we need to make sure we're 100% sure if he's going to play. Um, if, as far as the result is concerned, I think we've got a chance. This is the best chance I think we've got on him because of Rodri. He's like five players for them. I think he's like he's as good as like it's like what he said. They've, they've got he, he is that good that with the form without him, you do have a chance. So I think as long as um, so I, I think um, I'll go for a two-one. Uh, for us, so I'm feeling pretty confident for Sunday, as in, like, just want to get behind the boys. I'll be at the game. I want to be 100% with the guys. Uh, the question I was going to ask you guys, leave it with this, um, was with Tommy Asu, I thought he played pretty decent yesterday. Would you put, uh, because Ben White looks like he's going to come back into his inverted role at right back and Saliba and uh, Gabriel at centre back, would you put Tomiyasu at left-back ahead of Zinchenko to start the match against Manchester oh, What a question, Nick. Thanks so much for joining us tonight. Uh, Wayne's given the thumbs up. Look, we're going to get closing thoughts because the kick-off is, uh, in the Champions League is in a few minutes' time. Um, wow. I can't believe the number of people that have come onto today's show saying um, they are confident and optimistic and ready for, for Sunday's game. Um, I mean, Nick, your comments there about it being the best time to, to play them. Look, Rodri's out, I get it, but we are missing two, three key players. We are not functional just yet. Like We're just not clicking. I don't think we've actually played outrageously well at all this season. Like We're just not in the groove. I actually don't think it's it's a good time to be playing City, if I'm being brutally honest, but that's just my personal thoughts. Um, Wayne, 
who of course is at Wayne's World 20 underscore. Closing thoughts, mate, because there's going to be the players coming out and all that sort of jazz. I'm sure people want to watch all of that. Closing thoughts, mate, and everything that you've heard about tonight's show and and, and looking ahead to City, uh, what do you want to say? Uh, it's a good show. Again, as always, thank you for everyone for requesting. Thank you for everyone for joining. It was great to hear from all of you. And it's good to know that the majority of our callers and the majority of people that tune into Last AFM aren't overly melting down about it, which is always always fantastic. Um, to answer Nick's question, I would play Tomiyasu at left-back ahead of Zinchenko. I just think this isn't really a game for us to be caught out. And over the last sort of Go, going back like maybe like three, four years now, we've actually played well against Manchester City at home and just never got the result against them. So I, I and a lot of that is down to one moment, one blip where a player is out of position and we get punished. And of all of our likely starters for this weekend, I'd say that Zinchenko is probably the most likely to be caught out of position because the way that we build up, he's never really in position anyway. So I would personally look to start Tomiyasu in that game. Um, but yeah, FK, unfortunately, it's not really like us to uh, keep in the positive tone of the conversation, is it? I am not confident for this nah, game. Same. I mean, I can't believe you're um, saying you'd, you'd take Sinchenko out when Martinelli, Saka, party, maybe. Uh... I, I just think it's too... It, we... We... A potent- we have the potential to be caught out by liabilities anyway, whether it's like a mix-up in concentration or whether it's a loss of position. I thought Zinchenko was poor yesterday and he caught, caught out a lot. And defensively, he's not the best as it is. We all know how brilliant he is on the ball. We all know how brilliant he is offensively. I just think Manchester City is not one to try and be caught out. And if you bring Thomas Party back in and you've got Declan Rice in the midfield, I think you can afford not necessarily having Zinchenko for this one game. But that's just me. Um, but yeah, I'm not confident about it at all. I just don't. I I don't see us getting a win. Unfortunately, we've not, like you said, we've not been great this season, and I just don't see it clicking against probably the toughest team that we're likely to play all year. Um, but I don't think we'll get blown away. I think it's going to be a tough game. Um, but yeah, I'm not. I'm I'm not looking forward to it. I'm not confident about mm, it. We shall see. If anybody wants to follow Wayne, he's of course at Wayne's World Twenty underscore. Has his own gaming channel on Twitch, and of course, uh, co-host of the excellent Can You Believe It podcast, who I can see are tuning in as well. Gav, any closing thoughts? Uh, maybe pick up the mood a little bit because Wayne and I are not so confident. I'm sorry. I'm not so confident either. Oh dear. Uh, yeah, no, it's it's City, isn't it? And we just, like you said, we can play really well against them and then, yeah, we just get suckered in the space of a, like a 10-minute period and where that's it, it's the game over. Uh, I would start Sinchenko, though, uh, just purely on the fact that on his day and when he's playing well and he's playing against his former club, He's going to put a shift in. He's going to... He brings something to the team that nobody else really does. Uh, he just seems to pop up here, there and everywhere. It's how the team are playing. To change our sort of almost style uh, for one game might bite us on the arse. But we kind of know that us versus City ends up some kind of tactical private chess match 
between Pep and uh, uh, an Arteta on uh, who can do the most outrageous, you know, formation and you know keep control of the ball, and win the game. So it'd be very, very hard to predict what starting level we're going to do. Whether we're going to go with you know two defensive midfielders, whether we're going to go with Rice as the left-sided number eight, dropping back deeper more. Who knows? Do you know what I mean? But it, from a tactical perspective, it's going to be very, very interesting on Sunday. It will indeed. If anybody wants to follow Gav, he is, of course, available at She War, uh, as is his excellent collection of Arsenal-related merchandise. Do check that out. Right, we're going to call it a day there. Uh, really sorry we couldn't get through some of the people who are waiting patiently. We will try and get through you guys next time. Thanks to everybody who's tuned in, everybody who's requested the mic, and everybody who's tweeted in. Um, and, of course, for the new followers, really appreciate that. We always get a flurry of followers. If you're tuning in for the first time, please do follow Latte Firm, the only place you can get post-match phone-ins on a match day. It's Manchester City on Sunday. It is a massive game. We will be back with a late-night Latte as a preview on the YouTube channel. And talking of the YouTube channel, if you've got 10 minutes to spare, look at the quick reaction video that's pinned in this space. Those are my thoughts at 5 a.m. this morning after I'd gotten home. So look after yourselves. Have a good few days. Enjoy the champions tonight. And we will be back on Sunday for Arsenal versus Manchester City. Bye for now.